Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Causeway I-10 in Metairie. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick and get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Good afternoon and 
Welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms, on the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com and EricAsher.com. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base on your favorite podcasting platform. Just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. You'll find it. At Eric on Square on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram our social media platforms. Uh, don't forget, today is Monday. Uh, first of all, welcome. Uh, after, again, a Thanksgiving holiday, which was, again, much enjoyed by myself and my family. Hope you and your family had a great Thanksgiving holiday as well. Uh, not so much on the on the sports front. We'll get into that in just a couple minutes. But, again, want to remind everybody about our friends over at Henry's Septunia Gym. Uh, have you taken my advice for, for the, for the uh, Thanksgiving holiday? Did you go out and get a, get a few bottles for, again, your guests to be able to um, to uh, test out and enjoy? Uh, maybe put a few on the side for yourself uh, because, again, you know, uh, it's only around until March of 2023, like Midsummer Solstice, like Lunar, highest-selling limited-edition spirit in the super premium gin category. And why not? Notes of coastal freshness, balanced with fresh uh, notes of citrus, alluring juniper character, lengthened by deep earthly notes of locally sourced Scottish seaside botanicals, fresh coastal herbs, and, of course, that unmistakable crisp citrus finish. Uh, this limited edition Henry's Gin uh, is taking, again, the super premium gin category by storm. And, of course, you can get it right now at your favorite spirit store, uh, demanded at your favorite bar or restaurant. And as I'm saying, it's be a collector's item. I mean, again, you, they're, they're only making it until March of 2023. And uh, even, again, uh, if you're just a casual uh, gin drinker, this is, again, a different uh, flavor profile than what you're used to, as Hendrix is, uh, and even more than, than, than again, with Hendrix. Uh, reach out to your favorite spirit store if they don't have it. Uh, reach out to your favorite bar or restaurant and demand it. Again, that is Hendrix Neptunia Gin, only on the market until 2023. That's March of 2023, so you're running out of time. And, of course, proud sponsor of our Monday show. All right, a lot to get into. Uh, Willie Fritz possibly going to Georgia Tech. That's on, on tap for us. Gary Smith's going to join us at 440, normally on a Thursday. We pulled him in on, on a Monday uh, to be able to talk about the possibility of Willie Fritz leaving. Yesterday it looked as though it was a done deal. Today, maybe not so much, and I'll get into that reason why. Okay, then uh, uh, the, uh, the Saints, of course, laid an egg in San Francisco. Uh, first shutout loss uh, since the 2001 season when Jim Haslett and Mickey Loomis were in charge. Uh, that was January of 2002. They got they they got beat 38 to nothing by the San Francisco 49ers. 13 nothing uh, lost to the um, uh, San Francisco 49ers yesterday. And look, normally I would be upset, uh, you know, I, but I told you a few weeks ago it's over. Okay, I mean it, they might be able to scratch and claw. They might they might be the biggest tease on the planet right now, but it's over. Defense played well enough to win. Offense couldn't score. You know, again, it's it's the same scenario over and over again. Uh, this the, the, again, Dennis Allen is not reaching this team. He's not motivating this team. Uh, there's no fear of, of failure on this team, and uh, they they are just right now a rudderless ship and continue to be. And uh, we'll see if Mrs. Benson has what it takes as an owner, like she did again with the uh, with the basketball team, uh, and will again just go one and done with with Dennis Allen. I don't think so because he's part of the NFC and he's part of the good old boy network over there. Uh, you know, you know, close, you know, that's part of the family, right? But it was a mistake. It was a mistake to hire Dennis Allen. It was a mistake to go into in, into to think continuity was going to work. Um, whatever happened in the off season that uh, this team to, again just quit um, believing in this coaching staff and believing in, in in Dennis Allen. I'm not sure. 
but it's pretty obvious at this point uh, this has been a bomb and, 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 and a bomb of a season. So, you know, it is what it is. We'll get into that a little bit later. We'll talk about Tulane. Again, their fantastic win on Friday over Cincinnati, hosting the AAC championship game uh, with, again, UCF coming in here. Really excited about that. Uh, you know, Tulane gets a second shot at UCF now, uh, especially with um, uh, understanding the speed, but maybe a little bit of a distraction now with really Fritz and, of course, the talk of Georgia Tech. We'll get into that. LSU, again, with just a stinker on uh, on Saturday with so much on the line for the Tigers. They lose to Texas A&M 38-23. They're 9-3. and They're 6-2 and now. Any hopes of being in the college football playoffs have evaporated. And as I talked about last week, early in the week, and I talked about how big this game was uh, for, for LSU and that they had to be able to be uh, match the intensity of Texas A&M because you knew A&M was coming out like it was going to be their bowl game. They did not. They took this team lightly. And because of that, uh, they, they've got their third loss. If they lose to Georgia, that'll be a fourth loss. That knocks them out of a New Year's Six Bowl. Uh, again, they're already out of the college football playoff conversation. Um, and, of course, it's going to be a tough situation to be able to beat a Georgia uh, in Georgia for the SEC championship. But we'll see how that kind of plays out. Nevertheless, again, a great season for the Tigers so far. It's not over yet. Uh, and, uh, but, again, a, 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 just a huge blow. 10-win season at stake, so much on the line here for them not to be able to show up. But they are SEC West champs, and they are in the SEC championship uh, this week against Georgia, so we'll see how that kind of plays out. Uh, also, um, uh, the uh, congratulations to SLU. Winners of Idaho, 45-42. to They're now in the round two of the FCS playoffs. They take on Sanford on, on, on the road in Alabama at 2 o'clock on Saturday. I mean, this kid, Zy Alexander. This is the second week in a row that he got a pick six. Uh, and I, I had to go look him up, okay, to see who he was and where he came from. Uh, just, again, playing really good ball for, for uh, SLU, who, again, takes on Sanford on the road this week in, the, in round two of the FCS playoffs. Regis Progray, uh, again, is now a two-time world champion as he knocked out Jose Sapita over the weekend. Uh, he is the WBC junior welterweight champion. He's now 28-1. and one. Uh, so, again, the congratulations to uh, uh, Regis, who, again, is a two-time world champion. Pels, uh, tonight, back in action, taking on the Oklahoma City Thunder at the Smoothie King Center. They're 11-8, and 6-3 and three in the second 10. Uh, so, again, it looks like a winning record uh, they'll come out of the second 10 with. Uh, but uh, they beat the, the, the Spurs soundly. Uh, Zion had an incredible game, 32-11, and 11, but then he didn't show up against Memphis. And injuries are starting to pile up, and I'll talk a bit about that as we, we go forward on, on the, uh, on the uh, show. Uh, but, again, um, a lot going on, and we'll start with Willie Fritz, uh, and then we'll lead right into Gary Smith, and we'll give us his take on what's happening. Um, it would be very disappointing for Willie Fritz to leave Tulane right now, but it would not be surprising. Now, what's surprising is now that we're starting to hear a little bit of a pushback from the Georgia Tech alumni. Uh, they're, they're not happy with the choice, okay? Fritz is 41-45 and 45 overall. He's 62 years old, uh, and that's what they're looking at. They're looking at the age of the coach, and they're looking at the overall record at Tulane, right, at Tulane. They're not looking at the 10-2 and two season this week, this, this, uh, for this year. They're not looking, again, going from 2-10 and 10 to 10-2. and two. Um, One thing we've been assured is he's not walking before the championship game. Okay, let's hope that, uh, that, again, that's this, this Saturday. That's not happening. 
Willie Fritz said today, if Fletcher Maxwell asked him the question, he said he's focused on being the head coach of Tulane and, and, of, and of course, going into that championship game and beating UCF. That, that, that's a great thing, okay, because we saw it last year, right, with, with Brian Kelly. I mean, it's not out the, the realm of possibility that a guy walks away. Uh, and, again, you know, it's not out the realm of possibility that he won't walk away before the bowl game. I mean, imagine they beat UCF and they're going to the Cotton Bowl. He may not be there. So, again, that's a possibility there, okay? But I, I didn't think he would leave at 62. I just did. Okay? Now, look, there are a lot of factors here, okay? Georgia Tech's in the AAC. Uh, that's a Power 5 conference. Now, when you look at the uh, the AAC as, as opposed to the ACC, uh, that's a notch down, okay? Especially now with the Big Ten, uh, big, I'm sorry, Big 12 defections we're going to see next year. The, the conference moves down a notch. There's no other way to put that. They, they do. They do. Makes it easier for Tulane to win championships, but it's not as formidable a conference as it once was. Um, there was a time, and that's the first thing I thought about with Georgia Tech when I heard that when I heard he, he was considering Georgia Tech, that Georgia Tech and, and Tulane were on the same level. When I was growing up, they were on the same level, okay? Both independents. Uh, I think both were, 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 again, if I'm not mistaken, both were uh, SEC original teams, if I'm not mistaken, okay? And, and both bolted from the SEC. Um, Georgia Tech was independent, and then they went into the a- a- ACC, and, and things have obviously, again, changed for them. Uh, but let's face it, uh, Georgia Tech is a notch above Tulane right now, okay? And I'm going to go into why. Uh, Fritz is in good health. He may want that tougher challenge, okay, with the ACC. And, but I'm going to tell you right now, he better expect a shorter leash in Atlanta than he got at Tulane. He wins this year. Again, 10-2, and two, goes to the Cotton Bowl. Whether he wins or not, he wins the championship. He's got a long leash at Tulane. Tulane's not going to want him to go anywhere until he retires. Not going to be that situ- same situation at Georgia Tech. Uh, he has signed a, a contract through 2026. I kept looking and looking and looking to see again what the buyout clause is. I couldn't find it. But he's, got a, he's making about $1.9 million this year. Collins, the former Georgia Tech coach, was making $3.3 million before he was fired, plus $1.3 million in bonuses per year. He didn't win more than three games in his tenure at uh, – three games a season in his tenure at, at Georgia Tech. Uh, facilities could be a, a, a leverage point for Willie Fritz if he truly wants to stay at Tulane. Um, the, the, an indoor, indoor facility upgrade, a weight room, and I'll get into what Georgia Tech has in a couple minutes. But then there's also, again, the budget for, for, for athletics and for football – with the, uh, as opposed to Tulane to Georgia Tech. And here's where the rubber hits the road. Tulane brought in a, a little $11.4 million, almost $11.5 million in revenue for its football program uh, last year, paying out about $11.9 million out. Again, they lost about $500,000 on football last year, okay? Tulane's entire athletic budget is $31.8 million. $31.8 million, okay? Let's compare that to Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech's entire budget, $85.9 million, almost really close to $86 million. Might as well say $86 million, right? They were $1.8 million in the black last year. Their football program alone, uh, the, the, the budget is $27.2 million. They were $1.3 million in the black last year. So you got a two-lane program that's, again, about $11.4 million. Okay, they had $11.9 million in expenses. They lost about 500000 last year. Um, the, the, in the football program at, at Georgia Tech, 
made about $1.3 million, but their football program budget is $27.2 million. If you're a coach and you're looking for an opportunity, or you stand with the, with again the program that that can that's that's in that's in the in the red, and and only only putting up about eleven million dollars in terms of commitment to the football program, only thirty one point eight million dollars in terms of the commitment to the um, uh, to to the entire athletic budget, or are you going to go with a a Georgia Tech that again has puts more money into athletics? Georgia Tech is is has an indoor football facility. Which is something that Willie Fritz could could push for if he want if he wanted to stay at Tulane. They are building a student athlete performance center. Okay, it's already been approved. They just got to break ground on it. Uh, it's going to include again a expanded space for Georgia Tech football, featuring a dedicated only football and strength and conditioning area, players' lounge, and meeting spaces. Uh, the student athlete performance center will serve as a campus fixture for fans. Passerby is also going to be premium seating seating. Pardon me for Georgia Tech football games other events held inside Bobby Dodd Stadium. So they're building an addition to their football stadium, which is going to be a student-athlete performance center. So there are a lot of reasons why, again, if you're Willie Fritz, you take a hard look at what's going on over at, uh, over at Georgia Tech. You look at just, again, the, the American Athletic Conference and where, and where Tulane is. Uh, among again, just how much money is spent on the on the programs and the budget. Um, Eleven point two million dollars for for Texas San Antonio. Um, uh, the uh, the football budget. Uh, I'm trying to see right now for. Um, let me just throw out a, a couple out there that, that that are out there for uh, for for. Um, I'm sorry for uh, for football. Uh, ECU ten point two million. Memphis a fourteen point seven million. Uh, South Florida, fifteen point four million. Uh, also, the budget for uh, for Temple uh, is un- uh, th- those budgets are unknown because they're private schools. I had to go look and, and find. But let's see, UCF is twenty three point seven million. Uh, Houston, sixteen point one million, and even even Cincinnati, sixteen point one million. So again, you're talking about again being dwarfed in terms of the money you're putting up for the football budget, and then again with a lot of the coaches are getting. Willie Fritz is one of the, is one of the it's, they're not. He's not the lowest paid coach in terms of of um, the AAC, American Athletic Conference, but he's in in the bottom tier, at at one point nine million. Fickle was making five. Holzer was making four point one. Malzahn making two point three. Uh, uh, Lache three million. Uh, Drayton over at Temple two point five million. Uh, you look at Jeff Scott over at uh, UCF two point five million. Um, I mean, you go right down the line. Even, even again, um, Houston at uh, at uh, East Carolina making two point three million. So Willie Fritz, one point nine million, is in the lower tier of again what coaches are making uh, in the American Athletic Conference. That has to change if he's ultimately going to stay at Tulane. So when you look at this situation right now, it doesn't look good for Tulane. Uh, they're not putting the money in, in into athletics, which is one of the reasons why Ed Daniels has continually called out the out the university. You know, again, a lot of Tulane fans are mad at, mad at Ed Daniels. He said it last week on my TV show. Okay, make the commitment to athletics. Make the commitment, and commitment means monetary. Now, there's going to be some alumni that are going to come out of the out of the woodwork here because they're going to want to keep Willie Fritz here. The question is, how deep? We know there's deep pockets at Tulane. How deep is this chancellor? Okay, the president of the university. The man that's in charge. Uh, is he 
dedicated to athletics? Is he willing to do what it takes to keep a Willie Fritz? Is he willing to do what it takes to upgrade the facilities to, to make Tulane again, uh, not just for the AAC, but for future expansion when it comes to other conferences to, to make them, uh, again, uh, one of the top teams in the AAC, but also uh, a, a team and a program, an athletic program, uh, that, that might be, again, part of any type of expansion going forward. Right now, Tulane wasn't even in the mix. They weren't even in the conversation. Are you kidding me? So a lot going on with this. Uh, the question at this point is, um, if, if Georgia Tech wants him, I think he's, he's gone. If the Georgia Tech alumni at this point really push back on, on the athletic director because of his record, because of his age, uh, and, and, and they go with Bill O'Brien, which is one of the guys they're talking about going with, uh, maybe Willie Fritz stays, but there could be another opportunity. It was the same thing with Arkansas. Man, we heard last time. Uh, was it last year? There was a lot of talk about him going to Arkansas. And, again, there was another talk. There was Kansas or Kansas State. Uh, and, and then the, the, the question came up, 61 years old, losing record. How do you bring him over? How do you sell that to the fan base? Well, if you're Georgia Tech, how do you sell a losing record overall? Not the 10-2 season, but the losing record overall and 62 years old to, again, the fan base. That's the question. And to the alumni who, again, who have the deep pockets here. Uh, maybe that's the only reprieve for Tulane. Because in my opinion, when you look at it on paper, what, what he will be getting, he'll be getting north of $3 million. He'll be, they were paying the other guy 3.3. He probably ain't settling for less than four, right? Going up from $1.9 million. So he's going to get a nice raise. Uh, and again, uh, and, and the facilities are already better than, than what Tulane has. Then there's the question of, uh, again, who does he take with him? I'm not just talking coaching staff, okay? I'm not just talking coaching staff, ladies and gentlemen. I'm talking about, about kids that have eligibility left. How many kids are going to get in a transfer pool and follow him to Georgia Tech? That's another thing. And you've got a senior-laden team right now that you were hoping that, okay, the seniors go, you got a base of – number one is your quarterback, okay? Remember, uh, Fritz already told Spears to go pro. He already said to Spears, don't stick around college, go pro. I, I don't disagree with him, okay? You don't want Spears to get hurt again, hurt his draft stock. He's in a position right now where he's going to get drafted. He should go. Especially as a running back. But what about Pratt? Pratt decided to maybe say, you know what, maybe I'll go to Georgia Tech for a year. They had two sophomore transfers come in. You know, so, I mean, Pratt is one of the best quarterbacks in the AC, one of the best quarterbacks in the country. So there could be some other dominoes that could fall here for Tulane as well uh, if, if ultimately Fritz leaves. It's not the old days where you got to sit out a year. No, no, they can transfer immediately uh, to, to, the, to the program and follow their coach if they choose to. Not to mention, again, the recruits. And then who do they hire? Do they, do they hire from within? Do they hire Swoboda, who was, again, uh, or maybe, again, give Chris Hampton a chance, who, again, is, is a young and up-and-coming coach? Or do they go outside of the organization and try to, try to hire another coach? Uh, Troy Dan is going to have his hands full here, okay? Uh, let's hope, again, that that's an opportunity for, for, him to, um, for him to talk Willie Fritz into staying here in New Orleans and staying at Tulane. Uh, but we'll see how it plays out. Look, it happened with. Um, let me see. Let's let's go far. Let's go far way 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 back. It happened with Larry Smith. He went to Arizona. Uh, it happened with Tommy Bowden, who went to Clemson. And I'm trying to think of the uh, of the other coach that that left. Um, that then ended up uh, at, at a bigger program uh, after winning here, winning, winning at Tulane. Uh, but it seems like again when they've had winning seasons, uh, that their coach becomes very attractive. 
And I remember Mike Fazan saying this when we first got on on the air back on Sports Wrap back in back in 02. If you're Tulane, you want to be having great seasons and, and again, having other teams coming to poach your, your, your coach because that means you're winning. Well, if you can sustain it, if you can sustain it. And especially in today's world, again, with, with the transfer portal, that could go both ways. So we'll see how it plays out. I know, I know that name's going to come to me. There's one more, there's one more coach that, uh, uh, that left uh, Tulane, um, and, and I just can't think of it right now, but it'll come to me. Uh, congratulations to Tulane, 27-24 winners over Cincinnati. Uh, that's a 61-game losing streak against AP Top 25 teams that was snapped by Tulane, and, of course, a 32-game home winning streak uh, over at Cincinnati. Uh, first of all, just a, a great back-and-forth game. Okay, their defense, the Tulane defense was swarming as always. Um, uh, that's a pretty good, that's a pretty darn good Cincinnati team. May not be as good as they were last year or the year before, but they're still a really good team. Uh, this Tulane team never quit, even when, uh, even when Cincinnati came back and took over the lead. Uh, you saw again that this Tulane uh, team never quit, and I give them a tremendous amount of credit, man. Just the guttiness uh, of, of this team. Spears was absolutely fantastic. Uh, I just, he's going to be a tough one to lose, man. I mean, you got some pretty good backs at Tulane right now. Uh, but again, he's going to be a tough one to lose. Uh, when you just, everything here that he means this team, 35 carries, which was a, I mean, a ridiculous number of carries for him, a 181 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, again, he also caught one ball for 17 yards. And of course, Michael Pratt, 13 for six for 22, 162 yards, one touchdown. Uh, but also, again, ran nine times for 30, for 30 yards. Uh, this was a, a back-and-forth game uh, with, with, with Wyatt with that incredible catch. Uh, uh, and then, of course, Deuce, Deuce Watts with what, that touchdown catch where, where he just seems to reach up and just grab the ball out of the air uh, was a thing of beauty. But really, to me, it was the defense. The defense played so well. Uh, you know, Dorian Williams with the interception. He had 12 tackles, four solo. Uh, you look at Nick Anderson, what he did. Uh, you know, just it's all the usual names, okay? Larry Brooks, uh, Lummy Young. Uh, you know, again, you go, Machado came in and played really well. Uh, on the inside, Hodges played well. Jenkins played well. Uh, you know, just a, a, a total team effort is what it's been for Tulane. And uh, it's been very, very satisfactory when you start talking about, again, this particular season and what it's meant. And, look, the hope, the hope was that this is the beginning of really something really big, especially with, again, the defections we're going to see. Uh, from the AAC to the Big 12, which will make Tulane the big dog. But Tulane gets a chance to be able to um, uh, avenge a loss. Um, it looks like um, uh, they, they've got, they got the UCF's got some problems right now with injuries. Um, and uh, they'll take on UCF uh, Saturday, 3 p.m. at Yeoman. Uh, the game sold out in five hours. Congratulations, Tulane. That's another thing. Uh, if you're Willie Fritz, and, and I'm not saying that Georgia Tech saw, sells out the uh, Bobby Dodd Stadium. They don't, okay? But there's more people in the stands at Bobby Dodd than there are at Yeoman. And that's another thing. You want to keep your coach? Support your team. Support your team. Much tougher to be able to recruit at Tulane than it is at Georgia Tech as well. So we'll see how that plays out. And, and the guy I'm thinking about, my buddy Josh Comey, was Mac Brown. Thank you, Josh. Yep, Mac Brown left for North Carolina, uh, and and th- th- that's the that's the third that's the third coach. And you had to figure what was going to happen here, uh, and, uh, if uh, Willie Fritz had the success uh, that we thought he was going to have. All right, um, I'll tell you what, let's um, I do want to talk about um, um, 
I'll tell you what, let's take the break here. And I'm going to come back and I'm going to grab Gary, Gary Smith for a few minutes. And then we'll come back after Gary Smith and we'll talk some, uh, we'll talk some LSU. And then we'll get into the Saints and, and the Pelicans in the second hour. Also, did, did anybody hear Anthony Davis? Did, did anybody get, catch that on social media? Asking for a tribute video from New Orleans? I mean, I mean are you kidding me? I'm going to talk a little bit about that in the second hour. But, I mean, is this to... Is this dude Looney Tunes? I mean, I know he likes to wear the shirts, but is he Looney Tunes? I mean, seriously. Does he does he have amnesia? Does he forget what he did on the way out? I mean, this is just amazing to me. He's sitting there, and again, he's lamenting. Sure wish I would have had one. Well, if you wouldn't have liked acted like an ass, you would have had one, okay? Look, I, I said this from the beginning about Anthony Davis, okay? With Dell Demps as your general manager for your entire career here in New Orleans, I said at that time, that, again, he should be traded or he should move on. It wasn't fair to him. The Pelicans were holding him back. But then remember, the Pelicans went on that run, okay? And, and, and then what, they, they, they swept Portland. Uh, they, they went and played well against Golden State. And remember, the, going into that season, we all thought about, man, Anthony Davis and, 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 and Drew Holiday. And, man, this team is going to be, gonna be uh, on the cusp of something really great. And they have the injuries early. And then, and then Anthony Davis just checked out. And then between him and LeBron James and, and, and Clutch Sports in collusion with the Los Angeles Lakers, you know, pushed his way out the door, acting like a complete ass on the way out. Tribute. <laughs> Tribute video. Dude, your, your jersey's not even going to be hanging in the rafters. Okay, don't get me started on that because marriages should already be up there. Okay, and have to be him taken down. And the next one that should go up there is Chris Paul because he's deserving. And then the third one, again, if you look at it in the history of this organization, would be Anthony Davis. But the way Davis went walk, the way Davis treated this city on the way out, no way, no how. We'll talk more about that in the second hour. But I was blown away to think that he would even talk about something like that. Are you kidding me? He still hasn't, again, sent his uh, his thank you note to New Orleans. We're still waiting. And at this point, who cares, right? All right, we'll take a break. When we come back. We'll talk a bit about what's going on with um, the Tulane situation with. Uh, Gary Smith of uh, The Wave Report, also NOLA.com, and the Times-Picayune. Uh, I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't forget about Burkhart. Look, I've been telling you about generators for a long time, right? Uh, got a little bit of a got a little bit of lanyard for you this time around. Uh, at Burkhart right now, if you and they have Generac generators in stock, uh, you'll save $1,750 with a free 10-year warranty. That's till the end of the year, so you get a 10-year extended warranty. Uh, again, the, the, with, with your generator, if you have Burkhardt, install it for you. Burkhardt will come to your home or your business, sit down with you, do a consultation. Jason Burkhardt in charge of that division. Um, and then I'll find out, again, what you're looking for in terms of generator. Once you guys come to an agreement, put you on the calendar for a single-day install. Financing available generators, you pay that over time with low monthly notes or pay it all up front. New install quality check after one month. What does that mean? That means what? After, uh, after one month, the, uh, a technician will come out. And make sure you know how to operate the system. They do it with everything that they install for you. And then, of course, at Burkhardt, they handle the whole process for you. Planning, permits, inspections. Their dedicated generator team knows exactly where you have to place the generator within code. Uh, again, they're not one of those companies that had to go back and redo generators because, again, they were found to be out of code because they listened to the homeowner and, and again, not doing it uh, the right way. Uh, and then, of course, 
365 emergency service on your generator when you need it. Also, folks, don't forget, maintaining that generator throughout the year for you. You need to maintain that like a car engine. So they're there for you as well. Look, it happened to me on, on Saturday. We had the horrible uh, 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 straight-line winds uh, out in Metairie. Also, again, they had the, that, that tornado touchdown and parity. And, of course, we had power go out around our, in our home for almost four hours on Saturday. Normally, on a Saturday when I'm watching these games, I would be going absolutely berserk. Didn't have to worry about it now. Generator kicked in. We had power. Man, give yourself a peace of mind. Increase your property value. Call Burkhart and ask them about a Generac generator that can be installed in your home or your business. That's Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, Generator Sales and Service, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Only got a short short period of time to be able to stock up your liquor cabinet with it. Only around till March of 2023. Get some now. That's Hendrix Neptunia Gin. You'll be glad you did. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgater Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgater Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by eBay Motors. Looking for holiday gifts that won't be re-gifted? Head to eBay Motors. With millions of parts and accessories at the right prices, there's something for every car lover on your list. And with the money you save, you can pick up something for yourself, too. Happy holidays, indeed. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. Look out for an accident over on the right shoulder on 10 westbound at the Booty Homa exit. And also, in the meantime, look out for an accident on 10 eastbound at the Almanasta Louisa exit. Your delays are going to be solid if you're traveling on 10 westbound from Loyola to just before the Bonnet Carey Spillway. Also, in the meantime, delays are solid if you're traveling 10 westbound from North Claiborne to Canal. 10 eastbound, your delays are steady from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are steady from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the Crescent City Connection, delays are steady from just before Chapatulas to the Camp Street exit. In the meantime, if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway, your backups are solid from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit, and delays pick back up if you're traveling westbound along the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. And look out for accidents Franklin Avenue at Sage and also Simon Boulevard at St. Andrew. And school zones are in effect. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. 
Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi, this is Eric Asher. If you know you'll be needing a new air conditioning system anytime soon, then you should call my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating before the end of the year. Because on January 1st, new federal rules mean all AC contractors are no longer able to install the most affordable air conditioning systems. The team at Burkhardt has these affordable systems available for install right now. There's financing available too. So save by calling Burkhardt today or learn more at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you could put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. When temperatures drop, COVID-19 cases may rise. So if you test positive and are at high risk, act fast. Even if your symptoms feel mild, ask your provider if an authorized oral treatment could be right for you. Visit TreatCOVID19.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by Henry Stiptunia Gin. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We've been talking Tulane, Willie Fritz, possibly moving on to Georgia Tech. Tulane getting ready for the biggest game since 1998, taking on UCF in a uh, home uh, championship game for the American Athletic Conference at Saturday, 3 o'clock at Yeoman. Uh, and joining us in the program, normally on a Thursday, but I just I couldn't. Look, he's the man, okay? He knows Tulane Athletics like nobody else. I'm not going to go to anybody else and ask him questions because he's got all the answers. And I couldn't wait till Thursday. Gary Smith of the Wave Report and also, again, uh, Noel.com and the Times-Picayune as well as the advocate joins us on the program. Gary, how are you, buddy? Doing well, Eric. Uh, was, wasn't expecting to get back on a plane a plane trip from hell where I lost my luggage twice and then I immediately have to deal with a Tulane coaching search. But look, <laughs> what a thrilling win for Tulane to beat Cincinnati in, in, in that game. And I, and I think some of the Tulane fans that are really getting upset about all these rumors, that this is the way the, the world works. When you have a lot of success, teams work schools want to hire you and uh mm-hmm. and, and and i'll also say this is a senior-led team with le- great leadership and i just i don't think this is going to affect Tulane in this game these guys want to win a conference championship and they're smart guys they understand how the business works and if Tulane loses to ucf on saturday i really don't think it's going to be it would be because of uh, of this just because of the, the leadership they have on this team well, I mean, again, hopefully it's not a distraction, but it, it's yeah. got to be a little bit of a distraction. It is, but <laughs> again, you know, the seniors aren't going to be playing for Willie Fritz next year anyway. Um, I'm right. <laughs> and, and and Michael Pratt. It's just it's the guy. One of the reasons. Well, let's. Tulane has a lot of talent on this football team, and I don't want to sell that short. Yes. They got, I mean, Ty J. Spears is as good a running back as there is in the country. They've got a lot of talent, sure. but one of the main reasons for their success is their leadership and. They want to win for themselves as much as their coach, and mm-hmm. I, I just don't. I really don't. I, I could be wrong. Maybe I'll be coming on your show next week, and maybe Tulane, if Tulane has laid an egg and saying I was wrong, and this was a huge distraction, but I really, I don't think it will be in, in, in this situation. I, I do. I do think that Willie Fritz. I, I think 
he was furious when the stuff got out. I do think he will take the Georgia Tech job. I think it'll be announced mm-hmm. on Sunday. I don't think it's an absolute certainty that that's going to happen, but I, I, right. I, I think it's pretty clear that that's, that's what he's leaning, leaning towards. <laughs> well, there, again, there's, there, there seems to be a push from the alumni over there now. Yeah. Uh, 41 and 45 overall, 62 years old. Uh, again, the mm-hmm. alumni that puts yeah, up the money is not happy about this. Okay, they, yeah. they want another coach. They want a younger coach. They want a coach that's either up and coming or, or, or that's got a better record. So that may be going put that may be again in Tulane's favor there. It uh, could. But I mean, you know, I went over it today though. I mean, again, the the, the you know, you look at the budget. Uh, you look at how much money he's making, $1.9 mm-hmm. million as opposed mm-hmm. to the $3.3 million that yep. Collins was making. He's going to make yep. a lot more money there, right? Yeah. Uh, you, you look at um, you know, the, the facilities. They're, they're, building a, mm-hmm. uh, uh, they're building a student-athlete performance center right now, and they have yep. an indoor uh, football facility. So, again, if, if Willie wants to stay, he could leverage that into more money for himself, but also more facilities possibly. He, he could. I don't – I mean, first of all, all coaches care about money. That said, that's all. That, that's just the reality of the world. Of but I, I don't. You at I don't, I don't, I don't see him as being this real manipulative guy who's trying to who, who's doing this as a wedge. I think if he, it's a quality choice for him. Does he want it? Does he want to go to a Power Five conference? He's sixty-two years old. This may be his last chance to to, to get that position. And like it or not. We can we can argue people can argue all about you know about where Georgia Tech is in relation to the ACC. It's still in a Power Five conference, and the way the college football world is shaping, the difference is becoming larger, not smaller, between those and 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 the AAC and other Agreed. leagues like that. And, and I just don't think I I, I just have a, I, I I don't know for certain. I have a source that's very close to the situation, but just the way Willie Fritz is answering questions and everything else. I just have. A, I, I think he's decided that he's going to take the Georgia Tech job. And you're right that it it could blow up in the other direction. If Georgia Tech were one of those schools where the boosters had huge power, I think it might have already blown up in the other direction. But but that's not an Auburn Georgia Tech. I, I, I think their administration would be would would be willing to stand up <laughs> to, to boosters that are upset of, mm-hmm. for all the reasons you mentioned about his overall record and, and, and his age. I, I actually think he'd be a good fit at Georgia Tech. Um, he's he, he's just a really good coach and, uh, no, and he is. he's incredibly organized. Yeah, and so I, I, I don't, agree. Again, I'm not going to say it for certain, but I I. I, I I'll be pretty surprised if Willie Fritz is still the two-lane coach by Monday next week. Which means that if they do win the AC championship and they're going to the Cotton Bowl, he probably will not coach the Cotton Bowl. Correct. Yeah, I don't think there'd be – that's just not – that I'll agree with. The people that were saying he shouldn't be allowed to coach the championship game and all of that stuff I thought were, were crazy. But the bowl game, yeah, that's a month later. That's that's not realistic. There, I don't – yeah, if he takes the Georgia Tech job, there's no chance that he'll stay at Tulane to coach that game. And I don't think Tulane you – know, in that case, I don't think Tulane you, – you can't do that. Signing day is coming up before then. You can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I mentioned it to the audience earlier just the yeah. differences in the budgets, okay? Yeah. Georgia Tech's budget uh, for overall budgets, 85, almost $86 mm-hmm. million. They made $1.8 million last year. Tulane, uh, their, their football budget was 11.5, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, they, 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 they lost 500000 uh, their their uh, Georgia Tech football budget was twenty seven point two million. Uh, they made one point three million. So I mean, you, you're looking at you know you're looking at a different animal here in terms of what yeah. they're putting in. And you met and look, it hasn't been good times at at, at Georgia Tech for a while now mm-hmm. uh, since Paul Johnston left. Okay, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, the, you know, Collins didn't had, didn't do anything during his time. There. He was a disaster there. It's a program you can win at. It's hard to win a championship at Georgia Tech. Um, although they did win one there a while back, but it, it's also hard to. It, it, 
it's been a long time since they've been as inept as they were. That was just a bad hire because Jeff Collins, he was the coach that followed the coach at Temple <laughs> who built mm-hmm. that program up, and that's always a problem because Matt Rule is a great coach, and he built Temple into a winning program. Jeff Collins was one of his predecessors relied on that to get another job and then and that and it wasn't it wasn't his own doing it was another coach's doing and, and that's often often what happens and i'll say one other thing about fritz first of all kudos to the tulane fans for 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 buying up all these tickets for the s for the aacc championship yes. game really fast that's good but you can't you can't tell me that it didn't affect him at all when tulane played ucs three weeks ago in a huge huge game and the stadium mm-hmm. wasn't full and it wouldn't even be close to full if it hadn't been for all of the ucf fans that traveled from orlando he noticed that i mean <laughs> um that's uh that that wasn't a good look for 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 where Tulane football is right now, and uh, right. it took a championship game, a different story. But I, when, when, I think when he when he saw that, when some of the players saw that, they were they were pretty darn disappointed that they couldn't get a packed stadium for such a huge game just a few weeks ago. I think the only way he doesn't go is if there's a pushback from alumni, yep. And, yep. and they can they can change the mind of, yep. of again the uh, athletic director. Other than and, that, and I think he's gone. Yeah. Right, and as long as it's not signed, and which it isn't, yeah, you know, no. the, the other the other possibility is one you, we don't want to foresee at all, if which is if Tulane lays an egg in that game, and then the pushback might be even stronger from from those people. Right. But I but I agree with you. That's that's that that's the the scenario for him staying is if they decide to cave into the pushback from the from from some of their boosters. And and look, let's be honest. Georgia Tech is in a Power Five conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a one time when, when, when again, even in, in my time growing up, where Georgia Tech and Tulane were on the same level yep. as Independence. Georgia Tech is now again uh, is above Tulane in, in, in terms of again where their program is mm-hmm. at, at three wins. Right, I'm talking about the overall athletic yeah. program, not just the football program. Uh, and and you know they can also pay more money and they have yeah. better facilities. I mean, there's just a, there's a lot of reasons why I can yep. see Willie Fritz wanting to go in to go there. Plus, again, he's got some mm-hmm. he's got the ties to Georgia. I mean, there's yep. a lot of reasons why. Yeah, and 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 let's one other thing that's not mentioned much. The, the quality of life in New Orleans. I love New Orleans. You love yes. you love New Orleans. It's yes. New Orleans. There's been a lot of chaos going on in the city <laughs> in the last few years. And Willie you, you can't overlook the crime. You cannot overlook that factor. <laughs> you cannot overlook the crime. You, and look, I'm telling yep. you, one of the reasons why Sean Payton is not the head coach of New Orleans Saints is his wife did not feel safe in New Orleans. I don't mm-hmm. know where Willie Fritz lives, but I'm sure his wife, he, if they live he, in New Orleans, cannot feel they, safe in New Orleans. My wife didn't feel yeah. safe in New Orleans. Te- technically, they live in New Orleans, but they live in English terms. <laughs> So, um, okay, but, but, is, uh, okay. but, but um, still, you know, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, but, um, but it's not in the yeah. city. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, again, that's, you know, that, that has something to do with it. Quality of life. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt mm-hmm. about it. Yep. Um, I want to talk quickly because we only got about four minutes left. Uh, about the big win, uh, against, yep. against Cincinnati. And then of course, your expectations, uh, going into this UCF game, getting a chance to see them a second time. Plumley's yep. hurt right now. They yep. may not, may not see him. I think Tulane is the clear favorite in me. I'd say I think Tulane has at least an 80% chance of winning that game because, first of all, they played their worst game of the year in conference by far when they lost to UCF. They did. I don't. There was the one time when I don't think they had a particularly good defensive game plan. They seemed completely unprepared for Plumlee's running. Um, but when you have two equal teams and one of them play and they play once in the season, the team that lost almost always has the advantage in the second game because they make all the adjustments based on what went wrong in the first game. And it's just human nature. The team that won tends to try to do the same thing that they did the first time. Now, if, if UCF dominates the line of scrimmage the way they did the first time, then 
and Tulane would be in trouble, but I haven't seen from either one of those teams in their performance to indicate to me that that's going to happen again. I think Tulane will have a much better plan. You're right, Plumlee didn't even play in the second half when they needed him against South Florida, and he couldn't get back out there. So who even knows if he's healthy for this game? And Tulane had their season high in penalties, their season high in penalty yards in that game. They dropped an easy touchdown pass. Everything that could go wrong did go wrong, and yet there was Tulane with a real chance to win the game midway through the fourth quarter. All those factors play in. I think Tulane has the clear advantage in the rematch. It won't be easy, but I, I, this team has shown that they've come through in clutch moments all year long. And then finally, uh, just how was it uh, to be at Neppert Stadium and, and to be able to be in, in that in that environment and, yeah. and, and to and come across with a win? It was, it was awesome, and that place was very loud at the beginning of the game. Um, Tulane got a couple of false start penalties early, and you started wondering if this was really going to affect them. They cut those out. The place went really loud in the second half because, again, this game obviously could have gone either way. Cincinnati took the lead in the fourth quarter, but Tulane looked like the better team for most of that game. And what an answer. That drive should go down in oh. in, in, in history. They, they fall yes. behind. It's the type of situation where you could fall apart when you control the game and suddenly you're behind. Four plays, 75 yards, touchdown, two perfect frozen ropes mm-hmm. from 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 uh, Michael Pratt, and suddenly yep. Tulane's back in the lead, and that took the life out of the stadium. That was that was one of the great drives in, in, in Tulane history and one of the most important drives in, in, in Tulane history to answer. Because Cincinnati just had two long, time-consuming drives where they converted one-third down after another, gotten the benefit of several very close, maybe questionable mm-hmm. calls along the way, and suddenly Tulane's behind, and how do they, re- they respond like champions? Yeah, no doubt. Look, one last question for you. I mentioned it earlier. Uh, it is a senior-laden team, but there are some sophomores, juniors, freshmen, mm-hmm. and again, there were really Fritz recruits, including Michael Pratt. Georgia yep. Tech's got two transfer sophomore transfers. Any possibility Pratt follows him if he does go to I, um, Georgia Tech? I, I, I think there's a possibility. I, I don't that I can't answer that right now, but of course, it's a possibility that certainly if if, if Willie Fritz leaves after the championship game, you can expect to see a, a lot of guys in the transfer portal. That's the reality of the right. <laughs> of, of college football now. I would not rule that possibility out, but I don't know. I don't have any inside information on what Pratt's you know, thinking would be on that one. Tell you what, some alumni better come to the table. They better come <laughs> to the table. With, with, I mean, literally with everything, with practice facilities, student, you, know, you got a, yeah. a performance center and, and, and a big time raise. Put him up as again one of the gotta top. Got to get that uh, in the AAC. Get all that, that done. Yeah. All that's got to get done uh, if they want to keep him. And that, there's no other way around it. Got mm-hmm. got 30 seconds left. Tell the folks about your site. You'll have everything first for any Tulane fan out there. Sure. And, of course, um, how folks can follow you on social media. Yep. Already transcribed every all every word from Fritz at the uh, at the AAC teleconference from from earlier today. That that's up first. I'm in the process of writing a story for the for the uh, for NOLA.com and the Times Picayune on on that now. And just blanket coverage all week long on on the website and in the and in the ads. It's such a huge game, such a such a big game. Obviously, it it, it stinks that that this is going on. But I don't I, yes. again. I don't blame Fritz at all for this. This is the reality of coaching. <laughs> it, you got to strike while the iron is hot if he wants to leave and. I, and again, maybe I'll say I'm wrong next week, but I don't think this is going to affect this team's performance on Saturday. Well, let's hope not. Thanks, as always, my friend, for jumping in early. Just I had to get you in. I had to get the guy that knows what's happening. We appreciate your time. Thanks for having me on. 
There he goes, Gary Smith, again, uh, Wave Report. Subscribe if you're a Tulane fan. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. You need help with your AC system, heating system. Maybe that generator didn't work for you this weekend when the power went out. Call Burkhardt. They'll be there quickly to be able to take care of it for you, get you up and running. Only doing the work that's necessary, company can trust. It's Burkhardt, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by Hendricks of Junior Gin. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or davemietinsagency.com. Southern Tire, family owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick and get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Cumulus New Orleans has an immediate opening for a radio and digital account executive. Excellent earning potential, incredible benefits, and wonderful working conditions. Outside sales experience preferred. To apply, go to Cumulus.com and click on Work Here. That's Cumulus.com. Join the winning team today at Cumulus Media New Orleans and change your life for the better. Radio and digital marketing is a high energy, fun, and exciting career. Apply at Cumulus.com and equal opportunity employer. This is Josh Danzig with Where You At Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. Citrus lovers, don't miss this weekend the Plaquemines Parish Orange Festival with live music, great food, carnival rides, and plenty of fresh citrus. And celebrate the 25th anniversary of Modest Mouse's album, The Lonesome Crowded West, this Saturday night at the Fillmore downtown. 
For more ideas on what to do this holiday season, pick up Where Yet's new Winter Restaurant Guide at restaurants, bars, and grocery stores all over town. Or read it now on whereyet.com. Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. All right, welcome back to Inside New Orleans, brought to you again by our friends at Hendrix Neptunia Gin. I want to thank Gary Smith for joining us in the program. Larry Holder will join us in the second hour at 535. For the caller called in that's all upset now because of the conversation about Tulane, hey, I'm not selling you uh, fairy tales and, and, and lollipops. I'm telling you the truth about what's happening to your program. Uh, and if you don't want the truth, maybe, again, you need to turn the dial. I mean, I don't know what to tell you, but you're only going to get the truth here. Uh, nobody wants to mess up the, uh, the, the championship game. I'm hoping Willie Fritz stays. But this is what's happening right now, and that's reality. And we're going to face reality if you're a Tulane fan. Uh, again, you're on the clock here. you got to raise this salary and then come up with, again, more uh, facilities for him to even take a second look at the, at the program. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app, we are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple.
and Eric Asher. Welcome back. Hour number two of Inside New Orleans, brought to you by Henrik's Neptunia Gin, created at the Henrik's Gin Palace on the uh, rugged Eyeshire coast of southwest Scotland. Henrik's Neptunia Gin was inspired by, again, the, the sea. Leslie Gracie, uh, a scientist by trade, uh, is the master distiller. And as she strolled the beaches of uh, Scotland, uh, she came up with the idea of, again, Henrik's Neptunia Gin. Uh, her background in chemistry obviously led to that. Uh, she's also had a fascination with bot- botanical pairings. And, of course, uh, because Henrik's allows that experimentation, uh, she extracted the magical lure of the sea and bottled it in a gin. And, of course, the, it refers to, well, the name refers to Neptunia, goddess of the sea. Notes of coastal freshness, balanced with, again, notes of, of uh, citrus, alluring juniper character, linked by deep earthly notes of uh, locally sourced seaside botan- botanicals right there from Scotland. And, of course, fresh coastal herbs, that unmistakable crisp finish. Get out there and get it now. You're only going to have it until March of 2023. Uh, it is going to be a collector's item. Again, fast becoming one of the top sellers when it comes to the Super Geni- uh, super premium gen-, gen category. Uh, and it's only a limited release. Uh, again, Henry's Neptunia Gin. Beautiful bottle, uh, great presentation, and the flavor profile second to none. Henry's Neptunia Gin, part of the uh, portfolio of William Grant, part of the portfolio uh, of Henry's Gin. Uh, again, uh, independent family distillers since 1887. All right, um, let's jump into it. Larry Holder is going to join us at, um, at 535. We'll talk some NFL with him. Uh, we've gone for a full hour on Tulane. If you missed any of it, uh, feel free to go to the podcast. That'll be up after the program ends. We'll start with the Saints. Uh, 13 to nothing shutout by the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, I said this before a few weeks ago. It's over. Okay. Maybe they scratched their way back into contention in the South. It's over. First shutout since the, since the Hazlitt era uh, in the 2001 season. Uh, they lost 38 to nothing to San Francisco in in in, in, um, in 2000 um, in, in two, 2002. Uh, it was the longest active streak. I think it was 336 games uh, of uh, of not being shut out in the, in the NFL. That's now been broken. Uh, offense was just non-existent, and uh, they moved the ball between the 20s, but couldn't score in the red zone. Just uh, look when you look at just what this. This game was, and and I've heard many people say it. I said it to I said it yesterday. A microcosm of the season, okay? It just is self-inflicted mistakes. Reason why the Saints again are sitting here with four wins, and and a team that is more talented than a four-win team. Yes, you can blame injuries. There's no doubt about it, but a lot of this is self-inflicted. Too many mistakes, and and from their stars. I mean, Kamara two fumbles. I mean, just costly fumbles as well. Okay, you know, the first one, you, you're on that, that, that drive. Uh, uh, San Francisco defers. You got a chance to go down and score first on him. You're moving the football. He fumbles. Okay, they get three points out of it in a, in a tough game, in a defensive game. And then, of course, driving. Uh, you know, I know he's trying to get the extra yardage there. Okay, but again, if you, if you just get down, you have a chance to be able to score. And they didn't do it. Penalties. I mean, even, look, Ramshack had a false start and a, and a holding penalty. Okay, this is an all-pro. It's not, it's not, you know, pro bowl. It's an all-pro. It's one of the best in his position. And, you know, you're, but you're seeing this from stars over and over again. I mean, Lutz has got to be, hit a 50, be able to hit a 48-yard field goal, especially in a game where you're, where, where you're scratching for points. I mean, just one thing after another. Four passes in the red zone the last time we were down there. I mean, can you run it just one time? Okay, just one time. And then just test that San Francisco defense. Run it one time. 
I'm just, again, the lack of imagination. Look, so many dirty hands on offense from the players to the coaches on a day where the defense played well enough to win, okay? Um, they won the field most of the game. And, and then, of course, it's been the same theme all season, self-inflicted wounds, self-inflicted wounds. Uh, I've seen enough of Harris. I said this weeks ago. And, but yet when P.J. Williams went down, I said, oh, no, here he comes. He has a great play followed up again by two horrible plays. Now, one of them, I got to say, uh, again, was a bad call by the official. He was not holding on the Elante Taylor um, on the Elante Taylor interception. That was as ticky-tack as ticky-tack can be. It's a five-yard from the scrimmage. You can, you can put your hands on him. We saw hand fighting again at six and seven yards between the both of them. That's a no call. That's a no call. But, I mean, it's just bad football. And the reason when you play bad football, you don't get the calls. And we know this from, again, the, the, the Moore years when the Saints were really, really good and, and the Saints would get the calls. From the, from the Peyton years when the Saints were really, really good and they got the calls and then the fortune went their way. It just happens to bad football teams. It's the season in a nutshell. Now, some good things are happening, though, okay? Caden Ellis has proven he can play linebacker in the NFL, man. 14 tackles yesterday, 12 solo. Debo, when he's healthy, he's a quality cornerback, as is Taylor, as is Taylor, okay? Bond, who I thought, again, needed to be on the scrap heap, showed flashes yesterday. One tackle for loss, four, four tackles, four solo tackles. Olave continues to be, again, probably he should be the rookie of the year. The only problem I have with Olave is uh, the, the price was too high, okay? The price was too high. But you know, what they spent on him and Penning, uh, just it was too high. You're talking now a top five pick, top six pick, again, that the Philadelphia Eagles are going to get here. Okay? It just was, and, and then the rest of the picks that were thrown in along. It was, I said before, he needs to be Jerry Rice. He's a damn good receiver. He's not Jerry Rice yet. Hopefully he turns into him. But, again, he's well, behind, well, well beyond his years in, in terms of, again, his ability to play in the NFL game. And Shahid, finally, again, look, Using him on offense in different ways. Again, that was a little bit creative. But, again, for the most part, Carmichael not so much creative on, on yesterday. Jordan in the defensive line was stout. 29 times they ran the ball and only 96 yards. Okay? Um, but, like I said, <laughs> I knew the Saints were in trouble when P.J. Williams went out because Harris come on the field. And, but uh, defensively, I thought they played well enough to win. They just did. Offensively, couldn't get anything done. And look, you got, what you got out of Dalton was what you get out of Dalton. 18 for 29, 204 yards, and he was efficient. But he couldn't score the football. Couldn't get it over the goal line for you. Hey, man, you can look pretty from 20 to 20, but if you can't score, you can't win. And that's where the, that's, you know, this, is, this, 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 a, this team is a tease, man. They just are. As bad as the NFC South is, they are just, they, they are bad. Allen continues to be ineffective as a head coach. Okay, if I keep hearing every time he comes to the podium, you know, at first it was like kindler, gentler Allen. Now it's like, give me some emotion. Get pissed off. Okay, throw somebody under the bus. Do something at this point. Okay, pull your hair out. Light your hair on fire. I don't care what you got to do. Show some emotion here. And I'm telling you, this organization is not going to fire him at the end of the season. He's, again, he's, he's one of them. He's been around a long time. They're going to give him one more shot. Fatal mistake. Fatal mistake. Some guys are cut out to be coordinators. Some guys are cut out to be head coaches. He's not cut out to be a head coach. We know that now. Experiment failed. Move on. Carmichael as well. He can't string together consecutive winning game plans. 
I mean, it's frustrating. It really is. Okay? The D was ready to play yesterday. The offense was neutered. Now, some of that was by San Francisco's defense, but mostly it was self-inflicted mistakes on the part of the Saints. So, look, I don't want to hear playoffs. I don't want to hear they can scratch their way in. They beat Tampa on Monday. Man, look, they're a tease. They're the ultimate tease. And at this point, it's a bad football team with good players on it. And that goes back to the coaching staff. And no, look, a lot of people don't want to hear that, but it, is, it comes down to that. It comes down to the coaching staff. They are not motivating these players to play. We well, can say, well, they're professed. They motivate themselves. Sorry. Okay. The master motivator is, 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 is looking at, at, at Arizona and, and the Los Angeles Charger job right now. And when you got a team that came up with, again, a guy that motivated you like he did, and then you get, you get again, a, uh, a, a, wet, a wet towel, <laughs> for lack of a better term, for Allen, come on. just is what it is. And you've seen it all season long, all season long. Yes, injuries are a factor, no doubt about it. If they, were, if they were not injured, maybe it would have been a different thing. But injuries are part of the NFL. It is what it is. It's a bad football team. And unfortunately, they won't be able to, um, they won't be able to, to uh, get something out of it because the first-round pick belongs to Philly. Boy, just another tough day, man, on, on Saturday when you talk about LSU. Everything on the line. 38 to 23 losers to Texas A&M. They're 9 and 3, they're 6 and 2. I don't want to get too down on them, okay? Because this is they are so far ahead of where where they should have been this year, okay? Um, but they took A&M lightly. We talked about it before we went on vacation last week. Okay? A&M was going to play the game of their life. This was their bowl game. They were sky high for LSU. Uh, and, and look, it crushed any opportunity for LSU to get into the college football playoffs. Uh, I talked about it early in the week. Remember last week when I, when I talked about this? I think it was on Monday or Tuesday when I said, again, that, look, if they lose to Texas A&M and then they lose to Georgia in the championship game, that's four losses. They, they're out of any, any contention for a New Year's Day six bowl. No matter how attractive they look, they, they're out with four losses. They just are. It was a huge loss because of the implications of what happened there, okay? What you could have done by taking the next step of beating them, getting that 10-game season, a New Year's Six Bowl game on the line, and then a possibility of getting into the college football playoffs. Just so much on the line that just evaporated with that game, which is why you had to be focused for that game. Um, But, again, it's a foundation year. and This team's so far ahead of the curve, it's hard to get down on the team because they've overachieved in a lot of cases. I mean, it's been such a great season. They're so ahead of, yeah, ahead of schedule. SEC West champs in the SEC championship this week against Georgia. Um, but they weren't ready to play against A&M. Sloppy tackling, physically dominated on the defensive line. That, that scoop and score on the Daniels fumble was a killer. was a killer. I was talking to George Loriana of William Grant last night, and you know, he kept pointing out, again, if he just hands the ball off, okay, um, uh, that, that, again, that, that the, the running back right up the middle, everybody was concentrating on Daniels on that play. Maybe you're getting a big, a big play. Look, that's hindsight 2020. No matter what, he's got to hold on to the ball there, okay? You had drop passes while A&M's making these miraculous catches. I mean, there's too many mistakes to overcome. Uh, what is it? A-Shane, a, 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 a Shane, um, 38 carries, 215 yards, two touchdowns. Muhammad had two incredible catches. Let me tell you something. That kid's going to be a player like his dad was in the pros. I mean, this, the, he uses his body. He's physical. He can catch. He's got good speed. Man, the kid's a player. Okay, the kid's a player. And um, he's, going to be a, he's going to be a nice pro, a nice pro. Um, A&M, 10 of 15 on third down. 
you got to be able to get off the field on third down, and unless you couldn't do it, unless you couldn't get them off the field. Look, they took a young and talented A&M team lightly. This was A&M's bowl game. LSU fell into the trap. Now they fall out of the top five. They're 11th in the poll. We'll find out what they are in the CF poll this week. And any shot at a CFP berth uh, uh, evaporated. Now, look, here's what I'm worried about. Uh, two weeks in a row now, okay, Arkansas kind of wrote the script on how you can slow Daniels down. Uh, Texas A&M, again, tried it. Uh, he's in a walking boot right now uh, because of the ankle. Now, Kelly said he's going to be fine, but he's in a walking boot, okay? Um, Tyler put this loss behind him, upset Georgia in the in the SEC championship. That's uh, 3 o'clock on Saturday in, in Atlanta. We'll see how it kind of plays out. Again, I mentioned this earlier. Congratulations to SLU, winner over Idaho, 45-42. to They now move in the second round of the playoffs down the FCS. Uh, they are, again, um, um, that's a 2 p.m. That's a 2 p.m. Uh, kickoff. And uh, keep your eye on this kid, Zy Alexander. This is the second week in a row he's had a pick six. This kid, look, I mean, he, he's going to be in another program uh, at the end of the season. Uh, he really, again, I don't know a lot about him, but I, I've, on the highlights I've seen, I'm like, my gosh, this kid is playing well. Uh, Regis Progre, New Orleans zone, knocked out Jose Cepeda. Uh, he is now two-time world champion. He's a WBC junior welterweight champion. He's now 28-1. Congratulations to him. Been a long time since we had a world champion, a boxer in New Orleans. And, of course, uh, he's carried that, that mantra now. Didn't want to mention about uh, Anthony Davis before I talk a little bit about the Pelicans. Look, there's a video, and I, and I, I forwarded it on my, on my social media platforms on, on Twitter, where he goes fireways, wishing he had a tribute uh, video from, from the New Orleans uh, uh, Pelicans and their fans. Trip, tribute video? Is he freaking serious? I mean, really? If there's childish behavior on the way out, I mean, look, I said this earlier today, and I'll say it again. I was on the record when Dell Demps was in New Orleans and when he was the GM for, for, for Davis's entire career that Davis should have an opportunity to go where he can win, okay? Now, that was before they swept Portland in the playoffs. They had the great anticipation coming into the following season. Remember, again, uh, it was Davis saying at the, at, in the offseason, I'm not talking about the contract to the end of the season. He had one year left on his deal. Um, and, and then, of course, they got injured early in that season. And then, of course, he, he, he blew it all up. So, you know, uh, by, by, by the all-star break, this thing was in shambles, right? Injuries affected the start of the season. Then, of course, him, LeBron James, Clutch Sports, uh, and, and, and the Lakers all, all colluded to try to force his way out of New Orleans. I mean, All-Star break was a disaster, and it was an embarrassment for the city as well. Um, that season was killed by his antics, okay? And then the way he left, you know, that, that the that's all folks T-shirt, busy spinning in the fa- face of the city and the, and the Pels fans. Um, I mean, I just, I mean, how can, uh, honestly, tribute video, please, seriously. I mean, how can you even think about that, that, that he would get one from here, Okay. He's not going to get one. Neither is he going to have his jersey retired because he acted like a punk on the way out. Okay, the basketball guys didn't forget. He got his little asterisk championship uh, in, in, in the COVID season, but he's been injured ever since. The Lakers are no longer a contender. And, that, and of course, the trade, the Anthony Davis trade, is the gift that keeps on giving. Okay? He's on the decline in his injury career, and the Pels are on, on an upswing. 
And again, they have a possibility that the Lakers flounder this year and get into the and get into the uh, um, lottery. They'll get another first round pick. They'll get another first round pick out of this deal. Okay, this has been magical for the pro for, for the for, for the um, uh, for the franchise. So let me tell you something right now. Tribute video, playoffs, tribute video, be real, right? Come on, Anthony Davis. Even you know better. You can sit there and just wish you had a trip. I wish I had my tribute video. We shouldn't have acted like an ass on the way out. Period. The end. And you'd have got your tribute video. And I'll say it again. Pete Maravich's uh, jersey needs to be hung on the rafters from from um, from the Smoothie King Center where it belongs. And it's up to the Bensons to be able to put that back up. Mickey Loomis, are you listening? Dennis Salcio, are you listening? And then, of course, at some point, Chris Paul's jersey's got to go up there. But no, no Anthony Davis. No way, no how. He's not deserving. He is not deserving. Pels are 11-8 and eight right now, 6-3 and three in the second 10. Um, man, they, they, such a great game against the Spurs. Zion was, had 32-11, and 11, was dominant, and then they don't show up against Memphis. They don't, show, they, they don't show up against Memphis. Now, I said this is the first hour. Injuries are starting to pile up for this team. Now we're in a situation where both Zion and, and Brandon Ingram have missed a quarter of the season due to injuries. Man, that's saying something. Tonight, C.J. McCollum is out with health and safety protocols. Um, Najee has a non-COVID illness. He's out. Larry Nance is out with the shoulder. And, of course, now Brandon Ring with the toe injury. We don't know when he's coming back. Uh, Hopefully, Trey Murphy will be back from his foot contusion. Oklahoma City in the Smoothie King Center tonight, 7 o'clock tip. I hope, again, the Pels can, uh, can again, win that one, come up with a 7-3 record in the second second 10. And I said it before, they got to be 8-2. they got to be 7-3 for the rest of the way out. You get 9-1, that's beautiful. 7-2, I mean, sorry, 8-2, 7-3, that's the recipe for success for this team to get a top-four seed, okay? And uh, they're doing that in the second 10. So congratulations to them. And I want to mention one more thing, if I can pull it up right quick. Um, and uh, that is uh, our friend Felton, who is, again, a longtime listener to our program. He's an analytic genius, okay? He's got me on, on his, um, on his uh, email chain, and uh, he mentioned, again, I mentioned uh, that Tulane was in the SEC, well, Georgia Tech and Tulane, both original SEC members, and he, and he, and he said yes. Uh, Georgia Tech was a, was a member from 33 to 62, uh, and then became an ACC member in 1983. And he also talked about that, again, there is a place on campus where they could put that training facility slash indoor facility bounded by Calhoun, Claiborne, Ben Weiner Drive, and South Johnson. He says it's about 3.2 acres. The Saints indoor facility is about 2.9 acres. And if Felton's telling me that, it's gospel, okay? Uh, so there is a – there is – there is a, it's a very, very tight situation with Tulane, with, again, in, uh, stuck in between, again, Loyola and the neighborhood, right? Uh, but um, Felton tells me, again, it could be put in, 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 a, in, a, in, a, in a place right there. Uh, Calhoun, Claiborne, Ben Weiner uh, Drive, and also South Johnson. Uh, so that would be good news there. We'll see if Tulane's willing to be able to make it, make it happen. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. I want to thank you so much for, for being with us, as always. I uh, want to remind everybody about my friends over at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Um, of course, at Southern Tire, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. If you're looking to get uh, tires for your vehicle, 
Largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. Wheels and tires with 30 inches. Financing available for there. Also, again, uh, AC certified technicians with, again, the same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership without the dealership sticker price, shock prices. Um, folks, I'm telling you right now, the Piazza family go out of their way to make sure, first of all, your vehicle's taken care of, the job's done right the first time, and then they get you back on the road quickly. So many shops want to put you and, and put your uh, uh, your car in storage, for the for lack of a better term, because they because uh, they, they 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 don't they can't get to you. It's not a Southern Tire. They want to get you back on the road quickly. You want a company you can trust when it comes to your vehicle. It's Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from eight to three. Saturday from eight to eight, I'm sorry, Monday through Friday from eight to six. Saturday from eight to three. Five zero four seven three seven one five five eight is the phone number. You can go to southerntire.com to find out all the service they provide for their customers. Owned by the Piazza Famous since 1972. Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. We'll be right back. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Macy's Backstage. Find great deals on gifts for everyone on your list, like cool toys, matching pajama sets, beauty essentials, designer handbags, cozy sweaters, and more. Get low prices every day on fab finds at Macy's Backstage. Off price, on trend, arriving daily. Delays are heavy if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from Loyola to Power, and then delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past City Park, to just before Bullard. Look out for delays that are look out for an accident that's blocking two left lanes on 10 eastbound at Reed. In the meantime, delays a solid 10 westbound from Orleans to Canal, and then delays pick back up on 10 westbound from just past Clearview to the airport. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are solid from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge, and on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling along the eastbound side of the Crescent City connection, your delays are steady from just before Chapatulas to the camp. Street exit. Also look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway with backups from just past from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. And also look out for accidents Bourbon at St. Peter, also Bullard at the I-10 Service Road. Also look out for an accident Huntley at Croydon and also Joliet at South Claiborne. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Don't forget about my friends over Dave Meehan Insurance, full-service insurance agency, independent agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, commercial policies, serving the entire metropolitan area. That means East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and even the river parishes. Dave Meehan Insurance is your one-stop shop specialist when it comes to insurance. You want to save? Call Dave, 504-556-0809. Come, uh, call. You can also click at D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-I-N-T-A-N-C-Y-N-C-Y-N-C-Y-N-C-Y-N-C-Y-N-C-Y-N-C-Y-N-C-Y-N-C-Y-N-C-Y-N-C-Y
467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick to get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Charging a cell phone can be like getting a booster shot. A booster is given to enhance or restore protection after a primary series vaccination, which wanes over time. Schedule an appointment when you're eligible. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Welcome back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by Henrik Stemptunia Gen. Henrik Stemptunia Gen on, our, uh, on shelves until March of 2023. Super premium gin, again, that's uh, out for a limited time. Folks, I'm telling you right now, fantastic uh, spirit, uh, a spirit that you're going to want to have on, on your on your bar. Again, uh, especially being, again, a limited edition. Uh, it'll be a collector's item for you, but also a fantastic uh, flavor profile. Again, reach for Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Demand it at your favorite restaurant or bar, and reach for it at your favorite spirit store. Make sure you get stock up on Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, ask about their 25% energy reduction guarantee. You're in the market for a new system. Burkhardt has you covered. They're authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry and authorized to, sell, uh, authorized to service all brands. So, again, if you're looking for a new AC system or heating system uh, for the upcoming year, don't sign that contract with any other company until you call my friends at Burkhart. Service at the sale is impeccable, treating your home like their home, your business like their business. They understand, again, uh, what it means to be able to have to install a, a new system in your home or business, and they take care and also uh, make sure that, again, they uh, are, have that attention to detail that sets them apart from, again, uh, the other guys. Looking for a company you can trust, it's Burkhart. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Acpromise.com. All right. Joining us on the program from The Athletic 
is Larry Holder. I've said this before, again, the athletic, especially now. Uh, if you're looking, if you're uh, a, a, a World Cup soccer fan, uh, if you love the NBA, the NFL, uh, if, you, if you love European soccer, if you love, again, sports in general, not just local sports, but national and international sports, uh, the, the athletic is a, is, a, is a great way to be able to keep up with everything that you need. And, of course, some great riders here in New Orleans as well. Uh, if you choose to be able to give that as a gift uh, during this holiday season, remember, again, go on to Larry's byline, click, click on his byline. He'll get credit for the, uh, uh, for the subscription. But make sure, again, you subscribe to The Athletic. And he joins us on the program each and every week, Larry Holder. Larry, how are you, buddy? I'm good, Eric. And just kind of to piggyback on your uh, always uh, great introduction uh, of The Athletic, uh, this is uh, Cyber Monday. Uh, we have uh, a dollar a month subscription for a year. So Get out. For new, for new subscribers. So uh, we, that ends by the Jump end of today. On we've had the Yeah, we've had the special going on. And, of course, Cyber Monday uh, go jump on there a dollar a month for one year, so twelve bucks for the year. Uh, Come on, so yeah, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that is put a mask on when you when you when you get the credit card and, you, and you're reading it off, uh, you know, or, or you're signing into the into the app. I'm just telling you right now, a dollar a month, man. I tell you what, that that's better than what I got in my introductory again to the athletic a few years ago, and it'll be worth every single penny. I promise. Dollar a month. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm telling, Larry. You could literally you do that now for again a, a sports fan. They'll love you for the whole year. Uh, as a stocking stuffer, as a gift for Christmas, and you only spent twelve bucks. Are you kidding me? Oh, that, that that's a that's a fantastic price. Yeah. So, I, I, like you said, I mean, we've got it is uh, uh, you know wall to wall coverage right now. NBA. Uh, you brought that up. The NFL, of course. And World Cup, we have we are covering it like no one in the Nobody. world. If you're yes. and if you're into the World Cup, and obviously, right. and I'm not into it, but I, I, but I'm reading about it every day. I'm okay, my son is into it. I've talked about it before. I mean, he is a soccer uh, fanatic, right? I mean, MSL, MLS, World Cup, European League, you name it, he's all over it. But I'm keeping up because of him, and also again reading it on the Athletic. Now, it, it hands down. You, you want to know. And then, and then the, the, the local flavor as well, because we got great writers here in New Orleans that understand what's going on here with the local scene, and and that's that's really what makes it what makes it go. Yeah, absolutely, and you know it's uh, it's something that look I've been there for four plus years, and it's uh, uh, you know after working for the Times Picayune for six years and Noel dot com, and so uh, it's uh, and my job's changed a little bit as we've talked about through my <laughs> through my time uh, of being on the show with you uh, since I've been there, but. But yeah, look, we, we we're if you want it, we got it uh, over at the athletic. I want to go a little bit different than what we normally go here because the Saints pretty much the season is over. I mean, they can maybe they scratch out and maybe they end up you know catching Tampa or maybe Carolina or Atlanta, whoever's going to be at the top of the of the South before it's all said and done. More than likely, they're not, uh, especially after what we saw yesterday. Uh, I want to talk about Sean Payton for a moment. A lot of rumors about him going to the Los Angeles Chargers, maybe against the Arizona Cardinals. Those seem to be the two front runners. Um, you know, he's always look. Mickey Loomis has been the general manager. We all know that. But and, and, and look, Mickey Loomis took the calls from the from the from the uh, opposing general managers. Uh, he, you know, when it was on trades, uh, and and of course, uh, you know, he was there with, with when when they were in every every function when they when they went uh, every meeting when they went through the draft. But we all know here in New Orleans, the bottom line, the, the last guy, that, the mad guy that made the decision was Sean Payton. 
Loomis was 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 your cap guy. He was he did all the things that general manager did. But the guy that signed off on it at the end was, was Sean Payton. I don't want to diminish uh, uh, Loomis, but Payton was the guy. My question to you is: Do you think that he will go to an organization where he won't have the control that he had here in New Orleans? I don't think so. You know him as good as you know him as good as anybody. You you, you you've interviewed him. You've been around him almost his entire time here. What, what do you think? Like I think that he's going to go to a place where uh, he certainly has the same sort of uh, stroke or pull on the roster. And you know we've heard time and time again from him. He talks. He's talked a lot over the years about how there are, there are certain teams that uh, aren't are dysfunctional in his eyes and aren't functional. Uh, and obviously he, he viewed the Saints as being a functional franchise with ownership and the front office. And he uh, he's never gone into specifics, even off the record with me, about which which ones are dysfunctional. And uh, you look, if he's off the record, I'm not spilling the beans anyway. But still. Yeah, you can't. Uh, yeah, but still, it's it's something that it needs to be for him. It needs to be. He doesn't have to go rushing back. That's the thing. So he can no. pick his spot like he does not have to hurry up and run off and say oh i want to go be the panthers coach or oh i want to go you know that's that doesn't have to happen like the keys are going to be for him and obviously this needs to be exactly what he wants because he's got to be traded there i mean he can refuse the trade uh you know so you know so it's not like uh, uh the saints could just trade him anywhere and so I, I look at it as ownership that he sees is uh, functional, which probably also means that they're going to cater to what he would like. Yes. You know, functional general manager, same sort of thing. And then, of course, uh, he's, got, he's going to want to go to a roster, uh, roster that has a quarterback. And I think that when you – I don't know how he views ownership and front office uh, material with the Chargers and say the Cardinals, but to mm-hmm. me, it seems like the Chargers have been far more open than say the Cardinals to make moves, bring in talent. Like I think the Chargers are mm-hmm. a talented team, more talented say, than say Arizona. But the yes. difference here is, all right, it, it, what's gonna what's it gonna take for the Chargers to say fire Brandon Staley? Like if they miss the playoffs again, I think I can see that happening, and that they want to go and they want to go all in because the Rams are taking a downturn, and the Chargers can jump in relevancy in Los Angeles. So you know, you, you add it all up. Uh, I think look, and we've talked about you know over the years and years, people talk about Sean and Dallas, and you know, can him and Jerry Jones coexist? You know, I think that I think that if there's one person that jerry jones would say let let kind of the reins off and let him run it would be more would be sean payton rather than anybody else in in the nfl now i don't see them making a move specifically unless the cowboys fall flat on their face in like the wild card round or something again uh but no I, you know i, I think it's it, it's it's got to be it's a multi-pronged thing with sean payton and then of course comes down to compensation. I mean, what what are the Saints going to be wanting, and what is this, a team going to be willing to give up? Uh, so it sounds like it's more like a team that has to be mm-hmm. in good enough shape to where they can lose some draft capital 
but also a team that is willing to uh, basically let Sean run the ship. And, I mean, look, he's he did it for a long time, essentially, in New Orleans, uh, even though you did preface it. Look, it's like Mickey Loomis had to kind of be the traffic cop for Sean Payton. Like, sometimes he gets mm-hmm. pulled over and stopped. But a lot of hey, explain that to, to the audience. Some people don't realize that. If you would, take it from there. Yeah, look, it's not like Sean Payton, he got, he got his way all the time. I mean, that was just right. not the case. Right. And there are decisions where, you know, they, look, they, they, they've gone, gone back and forth. But I feel like Mickey Loomis did a really good job in kind of calming Sean Payton down when he needed to be calmed down, but also – uh, look, look, Sean might have some wild ideas, and Mickey was like, "All right, let's go for it." So it's not like Sean ran the show, and Mickey was just—he was just kind of a doormat. I mean, that wasn't the case. So he—it was a little bit of checks and balances. But I also do think like Mickey and Sean had a lot of similar thought processes. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, so that's—you know—Sean would have to be able. Like, I don't think Sean's going to go in and be a GM. You know, like like we've seen that happen. And, at bottom out, like with the Texans and Bill yeah. O'Brien. I mean, that's a, that I don't, I don't think he disaster. wants that. I don't think he wants that either. Because uh, I, I think he wants somebody like a, like a Mickey Loomis that he can work in concert with that, that's going to be the guy that can go back to ownership and say, look, my, my coach needs this, this, and this, and I'm checking off on it, okay? We're, we're in agreement on it, okay? Right. Uh, and, wouldn't and you agree like, with that? Yeah, yeah. Like, and like Mickey had more of the ear to ownership with the Saints than Sean did. I mean, sure did. Absolutely. Say, yeah, yeah. If you were going to say, all right, who's good, who would be out the door first? Uh, you know, if they had to make decisions, whether it would be Mickey or Sean, uh, it'd be huh. uh, Mickey would be safe every time. I mean, I could just tell you that. So it's. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, which is one of the reasons why he's not going anywhere now. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. At the end of this season. Right. Right. And I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, Mickey's been entrusted with them for so long. He's but Tom Benson has told me. Uh, in an interview, this is back in the Greenbrier a bunch of years ago, I asked him, what's, what's the biggest decision that you, in, in your career, that you, you say, all right, this is the best decision I ever made, and it was to hire Mickey Loomis. Uh, and so, I mean, he's made tons and tons of decisions over his life, and to say Mickey Loomis is the most important piece to the puzzle he's ever had, I mean, that, that goes to show you how safe he is. But, you know, I, I don't know how many GMs are tied to ownership in that sense around the league. It's probably few and far between, uh, you know, because look, GM, not a lot, not a lot of teams have a similar setup and, uh, and ownership doesn't have the similar mentality of what they have in, in New Orleans. So I think that's something you have to navigate if you're Sean Payton. You know, how is the relationship with the GM uh, to ownership, or is Sean going to have to go over the GM's head to get things done? Uh, you know, which I know Sean, obviously Sean has talked with either either Tom or Gail Benson over the years about ideas, but Mickey is always the real buffer. Like he is, you know, he the Bensons would sign off on it if Mickey signs off on it, not necessarily if Sean is signing off on it. So I'm wondering what setup would work for Sean in that sense. Uh, how if like I said, how powerful is the GM toward mm-hmm. the uh, ownership, or is or is Sean going to be thought of more powerful than the GM? And that would be something different. Like like you just brought up, Eric, that would be different than what he's had uh, while he was in, in his time in New Orleans. But he will be the hottest coach on the market, and, and there uh-huh. will be uh-huh. a bidding <laughs> war for him, and, and he is going to be able to write his ticket. 
because of the cachet he has from his time in New Orleans. And I agree with it. He's going to a place where he's got a quarterback. Uh, he's not going to want to give away all these draft picks, but they're going to have to in order to get the deal done. There's no doubt about that, and they know that going in. So he's going to need the quarterback. Uh, but, again, he's going to have the leverage to be able to, I think, to be able to pick his team and pick his, uh, his situation, if, if that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. And, look, I've been – you and me have talked about this a ton, I feel like. Uh, and I've always pointed to the Chargers as my number one team from, from I agree. jump. And it's only gotten bigger in my eyes, and I just brought it up, because the Rams are fading. Like, they're, they're, you think the Saints are falling off the cliff. The Rams mm-hmm. are really off the cliff. Like, they, they, they pulled the Saints, won a Super Bowl. Everybody's falling apart. Stafford might be gone. Aaron Donald might be gone. Sean McVay might step away. Like, they're mm-hmm. really off the cliff, and they're the reigning Super Bowl champs. So, you know, if, if there's ever a chance for the Chargers to be relevant in Los Angeles – uh, this would be the time. And they yes. have star players, a young mm-hmm. quarterback, and if you bring in a dynamic coach and he would bring in a staff, and uh, you know, it was, it's, it's certainly uh, something that I, I, the Chargers have to be considering this. Like, they're already a pretty good team. Like, they could, right. they could just be a coach away uh, mm-hmm. for really kind of turning that thing uh, to, to becoming, you know, a, a regular contender. Because right now, look, they're in the playoff hunt, mm-hmm. but they're always chasing the Chiefs. So to get over that hump, yes. I mean, maybe you have Sean Payton in there and, uh, you know, a little bit of change of philosophy. And so, yeah, it's uh, that well, like Arizona. I get they have Kyler Murray. I don't know how mm-hmm. much Sean loves Kyler Murray. I'm sure right. he loves Justin Herbert. I oh, there's no doubt. He loves and Lombardi's already got his system there. It's not like they've right. got to change the system much. I mean, it's, it's, it's all, these, these players on the offensive side, they pretty much know his system already. Another bonus, <laughs> exactly, uh, to where, where it all kind of ties in there. Uh, they, all, they like Sean Payton's style, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, offense, which is why they have Joe Lombardi there. Right. And, so, and they have similar pieces like Eckler could be Camara, And, you, right. you know, you've got a couple, you know, like I said, their defense is, uh, you know, their defense, when healthy, could be pretty good. Uh, you know, and so it, they've got names over there. I mean, they, mm-hmm. they went after players, and so they're more ready-made to win than probably any team that might have a coaching vacancy uh, I agree. this offseason. I, I agree with that. You, you want if you're if you're New Orleans, you want a bidding war. You want four teams again saying we want Sean Payton. Now, again, you mentioned you mentioned earlier. It also comes down to where Sean wants to go. Because Sean can say, oh, no, I'm just not going there. You can't trade me to where I want to go. So that's, that's another part of this. Absolutely. Uh, and it's a lot of it, I'm telling you, it's got to come down to if he feels like he can trust ownership. Because, like I said, you said he can write his own ticket. He can pick where he wants to go. Uh, does he trust ownership? Does he trust the front office? He, you know he's examining rosters left and right. I mean, just be, you know, he's, he's on TV a little bit. But you know right. he's studying. <laughs> Absolutely. There's no, there's no question he is studying. And, and his agent uh, behind the scenes is, is, again, is taking the temperature of these, of these, of these owners and these general managers to find out, again, if, if there's a place and then what it would look like with a Sean Payton-led team. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's the name of the game. I mean, that's why uh, things kind of move quickly. And, you know, it's – and, again, any of these I, – I, I don't hmm. – I don't know how it works with the Rooney rule if, say, you fire a coach and then trade for one. I think they probably need to do interviews and such, so it can't happen immediately, right, right. as this offseason happens. 
uh, I would assume they have to interview candidates and minority candidates and, and such. So Absolutely. There has to be a process. Uh, mm-hmm. You can't just trade for somebody. Now, you could have it in principle. I mean, that, that, we obviously know that happens um, a ton, uh, you know, right. despite whether it should or it shouldn't. I mean, it, it does happen. So, uh, But still, I think that I'm, I'm trying to think of the teams off the top of my head that, you, you know, we know about Carolina. Um, you you could see Arizona. I was going to ask you if there's a dark horse out there that you know. Yeah, I think we, I, we know that. I'm trying to think. Um, heck, Denver might be open. They might get rid of right. Hackett, but I just I don't think that's a situation Sean wants to go into because uh, he probably doesn't. And he, I mean, rightfully so. But there's there's a lot of distrust you probably have with Russell Wilson right now. He, he doesn't seem mm-hmm. like he's the answer to anything. <laughs> so, and I don't think the Saints want him in the NFC. But I, I would say the Bears. Maybe again going back home. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't. I think the Bears are. I don't. Yeah, I mean they're in a first-year head coach with uh, Matt right. Eberflus. Like I, mm-hmm. I don't think that's changing because that just got changed. Uh, you know, Vikings just got changed, and obviously they changed for the better. Um, yes. You know, you're looking across. You know, the NFC East is seemingly in decent shape right now. I mean mm-hmm. that could change again if Dallas implodes early in the playoffs and Jerry's like, forget it, Mike. You're Mike McCarthy. You're out. Which I'm not going to discount yet. Right. <laughs> so um, no, because uh, that could happen in Dallas. But the question is yeah. control at that point. Uh, right, and uh, you know it, it's it seems like that those two they could work together. And mm-hmm. I mean Dallas, look, they have a good roster too. So maybe they can afford to right. to trade off some assets with, with mm-hmm. uh, to to the Saints. So you know, I, right. you know, I'm not going to discount the Cowboys, but I mean, you know. I, the Panthers, that's not happening. Sean's not going no, there. No, I so, agree with no, you. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you trust that. I don't uh, think that either. I don't, I don't, so, yeah. No, I don't, I don't, and plus, the, the Saints don't want him in the NFC South. Okay, they're not doing that either. I don't think he would do that to wanted to do that to the Saints right. either. So I think there's you some know. loyalty there. Yeah, we'll see how it plays out. One more time, i got a minute left. Tell us about the great special over the Athletic. Again, yeah, uh, by the end of tonight, uh, Cyber Monday, uh, a dollar – for 12 months, uh, well, a dollar each month for 12 months. So it's a $12 subscription for your first year for new subscribers. So you can gift that. Uh, you can buy it for yourself or, you know, it's a great deal. We've had some pretty decent deals going on, but this is our usual uh, mega deal of the year. So a dollar a it's month for 12 months. Stealing. Uh, yeah, it is. And it's, you get, uh, now is not, a, there's not a better time than now with uh, NFL ramping up. Uh, you know, look, we, baseball free agency is going to re-ramp it up. NBA's rolling. World Cup's mm-hmm. going on right now. Yep. Uh, like, it's college football and everything. Like, we've got you know, look, we've got people all over the, the Willie Fritz coaching search, all of this. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got it. So, it's, uh, yeah, it's not, not a better time than now to go uh, hop on the athletic. Remember, at Larry Holder on Twitter, under Larry's byline, if you, if you subscribe at The Athletic. Larry, thanks for the time, bud. Appreciate you taking a left turn with me today. We've been wanting to talk about Peyton for a while. Felt like today was a good day, uh, and we'll do it all over again next week. I'd much rather talk about that than the, the, the current. Yeah, I, I, I didn't want to go into that. <laughs> that's, that's done. Put a fork in him. Well, Hi, bud. topic will come up. Yep, you got it. We'll be talking about this again. You got it, E. All right, take care. There buddy. you go. Thanks, Larry. Appreciate it. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. AC breaks down. Heater's not working because we're going to have that yo-yo again this week, right? You're going to need both. 
Call Burkhardt. Even after hours, they'll be there for you. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or business, only doing the work that's necessary. Go with a company I've trusted for decades. It's Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by Henry Step Jr. Jen. Get it while you can. Only around till March of 2023. An outstanding spirit, again, that's uh, that, again, is, is taking the super premium gin category by storm. Go get it now. It's at your favorite spirit store. Demand a favorite restaurant or bar. Henry Septunia Gin. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeadInsAgency.com. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles, and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, this is Eric Asher. If you know you'll be needing a new air conditioning system anytime soon, then you should call my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating before the end of the year. Because on January 1st, new federal rules mean all AC contractors are no longer able to install the most affordable air conditioning systems. The team at Burkhardt has these affordable systems available for install right now. There's financing available too. So see by calling Burkhardt today or learn more at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Suburban Roofing and Siding, 861 Roof, locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, has been re-roofing South Louisiana for over a decade. Suburban Roofing is one of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide, certified by shingle manufacturers. My good friend Marty Scoggins is honest and reliable and stands behind all of Suburban Roofing's quality workmanship. Suburban Roofing skilled crews are experts in all types of roofs. Trust a Louisiana company with local referrals, not a storm chaser with your re-roofing needs. Don't sign that contract till you call Suburban Roofing and Siding at 861 Roof. That's 861 76 Looking for more customers? Running Boards Marketing is the leader in effective and affordable advertising on digital mobile billboard trucks. Just like this radio ad, digital mobile billboards will enhance your existing advertising efforts, making any marketing campaign more efficient and effective. Your brand message will be hard to ignore and highly impactful, with rates starting as low as $2.97 per month. 
Learn more by visiting runningboardsmarketing.com today. That's runningboardsmarketing.com and allow us to drive your message to where the people are. Cumulus New Orleans has an immediate opening for a radio and digital account executive. Excellent earning potential, incredible benefits, and wonderful working conditions. Outside sales experience preferred. To apply, go to Cumulus.com and click on Work Here. That's Cumulus.com. Join the winning team today at Cumulus Media New Orleans and change your life for the better. Radio and digital marketing is a high energy, fun, and exciting career. Apply at Cumulus.com, an equal opportunity employer. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Certainly appreciate you checking out the program. Don't forget, um, the the uh, podcast will be up about 20 minutes after the program ends. I want to thank Gary Smith, also Larry Holder for joining us in the program. Our folks at Henrik's Neptunia Gin as well. Also, again, all the great sponsors sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slice of the sponsor sponsor our program. Thanks for your support of those sponsors, and thanks for the sponsor support of our program. Coming up next is All Access with Ken Trahan, Lenny Van Gilder of CressidySports.com, and also Tulane's women basketball coach Lisa Stockton are his guests. Thanks to Rudy back in studio. Thanks for listening. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. See you tomorrow, straight up 4 o'clock. For the dog catching the governor, that includes the mayor. They all got to go. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studio.